I'm Stephanie Lugo, and this is The Market Authority Show. Hey, I'm Stephanie Lugo, ex-corporate 9 to fiver turned top producing realtor and coach. It wasn't all that long ago that my husband and I quit our 9-to-5s to start our real estate business together with no experience in the industry, just a dream for a life with more freedom and flexibility and the chance to impact others along the way but it wasn't always easy. And I remember what it felt like to lack the confidence, direction, and know-how that we needed to build our dream business. Fast forward through lots of work, failed attempts, and lessons learned, and you'll see what we've built today, a business that offers us more freedom and income than we ever thought possible and changes the lives of others every day. I created the Market Authority Show to enlighten the path to becoming an authority in your market. I'm here to share simple, actionable, step-by-step help and inspiration to build your dream real estate business with help from Timeless Principles and today's cutting-edge strategies. Whether you're just starting out on your real estate journey or you've been around for a while, we've got a few tricks up our sleeve that you'll want in on. So let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by the Market Authority Academy. I created this mentorship program because I remember what it was like to be lost, isolated, and completely overwhelmed by the real estate industry. And honestly, I felt like my business was totally out of control. Fast forward for today, where my husband and I are a top 1% real estate duo behind a business that creates more revenue and opportunity than we ever imagined. And now I get to help real estate agents around the world get their time back and earn more income than ever while they are at it by helping them earn an unfair share of attention through the latest social media strategies and systems that make it all feel effortless. Check out the show notes to book your application call and learn how the Market Authority Academy can help you triple your real estate business this year. So do I have a treat for you today. I am joined on the show by fellow realtor and YouTuber Kyle Handy. You may have seen Kyle around on YouTube. He also has a very impressive YouTube channel. And when he reached out to me to collaborate, I was super pumped because I just knew that we were going to have an awesome conversation. And I think that we did. So I'm super excited to bring you a great episode featuring Kyle. And from him, here's his bio. Kyle helps real estate agents, team leaders, and brokers increase their business and then create leverage to build the lifestyle they desire, which side note is something I am all about. He's been an agent team leader slash broker slash owner for 14 years in San Antonio, Texas, and he's been building his personal brand slash blog slash YouTube channel for two years. His team sold over 2000 homes in 2021, and he loves to travel with his wife and two kids. I mean, so cool, right? So Kyle and I have a really wide-ranging conversation all about some of the challenges that real estate agents need to overcome in order to build their personal brand, how they can increase their traffic to their business using digital marketing and social media. He also gives us a lot of YouTube tips, which I think you are going to totally dig, and so much more. We really cover quite a lot, so let's get right to it. Here's Kyle. Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm pumped about this conversation. Yeah, Stephanie, I'm super excited to be here with you and uh, get to know you a little bit better and get to uh, help uh, provide some some value for your audience. (laughs) The feeling is mutual. And we were just talking before I hit record. 
you have a lot going on and I feel like there's so many ways we can take this conversation. So I think that um, we'll just kind of see where it takes us. But to start, for those who have not yet been able to meet you or know what you're all about, can you share just a little bit of your story and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, you bet. So, you know, I'm from San Antonio, Texas. Uh, I've lived here my entire life. And uh, basically, I graduated in college in 2008, got my degree in finance. And uh, I didn't know what I wanted to do is literally like the worst time in the world, like financial housing, all sorts of stuff. But uh, my mom, who's been a, a broker in San Antonio for 14, 15 years, always part time, she was always kind of like mostly in medical sales was like, why don't you go try real estate out? And I was like, man, I don't really have anything lined up after college anyway. So sure, why not? Mm-hmm. And uh, so I got into got into real estate and found out I loved it. I mean, I loved like everything about helping clients. You know, it was a big decision in their life. And uh, you know, I loved like the responsibility that was. I mean, I was 22, 23. I hadn't even bought a house myself yet. And um, but I was like, man, it was just so much fun and it was challenging. And I loved like trying to find like solutions to problems. And, um, and it was just like the idea that like, I could just build my own business. I could build this as big as I wanted. There was like no ceiling that was really attractive for me. And, uh, so I got started and fortunately it was kind of cool in 08, there was just a lot of people that were like jaded. Like they were like used to making 400 grand and now they're like, Oh, like I'm only making, you know, hundred grand. And I was like coming out of college. If I would have made like 50 grand, I was happy, you know? So I was like, yeah, I could sell a few homes. And, um, so I just got at it and, did that for about five years um, from 08 to 13. Then I started up my own brokerage in 13 and uh, just a small boutique brokerage here in San Antonio and grew that to about 15 agents over the course of four years from 13 to 17. And then, you know, one thing led to another and there was just all sorts of craziness with running a brokerage. Like, I don't know how much, you know, on that side of it, but it's, it's a grind. You know, I thought it would be like what I was looking for as far as being able to provide like financial freedom and stability and, you know, all this stuff for my family. But, uh, but it was kind of the opposite, you know, Mm -hmm. long story short. And uh, so then I ended up making the move to EXP. I've been at EXP for about four and a half years, uh, grown my business here, still actively sold for many of the years. And then, uh, but mostly focused on building a team. And so now most recently I've, I've built a team here at EXP, managed that. Um, and, and then now probably in the last two years of that, I've gotten uh, really involved on like the content creation, um, you know, digital marketing side of the business. I've got a YouTube channel. I've got my blog. Um, I've got a podcast, although it's not as good as your podcast, but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I've got all, all the things and, um, you know, and I just absolutely love that side of it because just like the reach that you can do, like, I mean, I talk to people at conferences and stuff and it's like, you know, they're like from some city, I don't even know. And they're like, Oh, you're, you know, so-and-so. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I cannot believe you've seen my stuff, you know, but like, yeah. it's really cool. So like having that type of an impact, I think is, is one of the coolest things. So. Yeah, I have to agree with that. I love being able to work with agents, especially those who are like coming across challenges that that we remember well as being newer agents or being in different cycles of the market. Um, it's it's really interesting to see kind of that learning curve from this perspective and being able to offer a little bit of guidance along the way. So is that primarily what what you kind of consider yourself doing, just kind of guiding agents as they grow their businesses? 
Yeah, big time. So like, you know, I've had the pleasure now I've partnered with about a hundred agents now that are, that are right on my team, um, you know, here at eXp. And so like, I get the fortune to kind of like work with them on a daily, weekly basis. And a lot of what I'm doing is literally just kind of trying to like help them avoid the pitfalls that I made and just trying to like help expedite their growth, you know, do things a little bit quicker. Um, And so that's really all I'm doing. Like, it's not that I know everything, like I certainly don't, um, but I do know some things that uh, that I did that were like, if I could do it over, I wouldn't do that again. So I try and help with that stuff. Um, and especially now, just like the way that trends are with like, you know, digital and video, you know, there's a lot more things now too, that I like not only tell them to do, but I show them because I'm still actively doing it myself. Yeah. So when, when you're working with agents, what are like the three main challenges that you tend to help them overcome? Yeah. Um, I'd say number one is like confidence, like trying, you know, you get a lot of agents and they just, you know, they're, they're maybe this is like their first like real sales business, or maybe this is like their first business where they're not like, it's not like a, they don't have a boss telling them what to do. So like, they just lack confidence a little bit in their own abilities and their own abilities to like figure out solutions. And so I try and, you know, help that side of it first off and just letting people know that like, Hey, you can do this. doesn't matter if you're new or whatever. Uh, it all just matters. Like, you know, what you see in yourself and what your, you know, what your intentions are. Like, you know, if you really have a heart to help people, even if you're new, you know, just let that shine through and, and you can do great stuff. And so trying to get people's confidence up. And then once you get their confidence up, you know, then it's like the mechanics of like, okay, well, so now I believe that I can do it, you know, like what, whether it's starting a YouTube channel, whether it's just even like running Facebook ads and getting, you know, leads for their real estate business. Um, you know, a lot of times people are like, okay, well, I want to do it, but now how do I do it? So then it's like, okay, well, let me show you, you know, this is how you can start up a YouTube channel, or this is how you can start running this, you know, this advertisement uh, to this squeeze page or this landing page or whatever. And I'll show them the mechanics behind it. And then the, I would say the next thing that usually comes along once they start actually generating stuff is like, well, what do I do with these people? You know, like, what do I do now that I've got leads coming in? And so then it's always like, all right, well, you know, here's like kind of, especially if like somebody's not familiar with like sales, you know, like here's some of the things that you can do. Like, I, I'm not a big like script person. So I'm not like, here's a script yeah. you got to read out to somebody, but I'm like, you know, I, I talk a lot about like Ford, like family occupation, you know, recreation and dreams and just like really trying to get to know people, get to know their why, all that kind of stuff. So like, I kind of go through that stuff with people, role play, that type of thing. And um, yeah. And then usually that's, that's where the biggest stuff is. And then if you can get somebody like a client, if they can get a closing under their belt, like they change instantly, like that, you know what I mean? Their confidence level goes up and, and everything starts to change for them. So it's really just trying to get them launched and get them up and going. Yeah. I love that. So, so I want to, I want to talk a little bit about the second thing you mentioned in terms of the mechanics, the confidence is one thing <laughs> that, yeah. that I don't know if you ever truly attain like the ultimate confidence, because as soon as you feel like, you know what you're doing in this business, freaking 2020 comes around or 2021 with this crazy seller's market, there's always something new, which is kind of like the appeal. But in terms of mechanics, you seem to be really adept at generating traffic through a number of different ways. So when you're working with agents, is it primarily like Facebook ads or um, what kind of content creation are you honing in on specifically? Yeah. So I try and do like a little bit of, of two approaches, right? So like, there's like the prospecting approach and then there's like the attraction approach. And I think they're both worthwhile. They both have their, you know, their, their benefits. Um, so in the beginning though, definitely like with a new agent, 
trying to build like an attraction-based business right from the start. I mean, it, it's good and it can be done. Um, it is challenging to get it going like right away. Like if you, you know, start doing YouTube videos or if you start like a blog or any of these types of things where you're creating content, a lot of the times, you know, like it takes a while for those videos to rank or, you know, for you to really start getting your traction to where things are coming through consistently. And so what I tell a lot of agents, because a lot of agents come in from day one, they're like, I need money. I need to make money right away. I'm like, well, you might need to do a little more of the prospecting side and then also supplement it with the attraction kind of in the background. And so like, I will kind of, you know, a lot of times set up with like Facebook ads, if they've got the budget, um, you know, we'll try and get them doing some Facebook ads where, you know, honestly, so Facebook ads, I'll do Google ads before Facebook ads. I typically will, will tell people, because if you need money right away, Facebook is like, you know, kind of like interruption marketing, they're scrolling their feed, their intentions are not quite as high. Whereas on Google, you know, it's somebody searching like homes for sale in 78070, you target that, that, um, keyword and, you know, people will all of a sudden, like they'll see your ad, they'll click on it. They're more intent, uh, intent lead. And so those typically are a little bit better. And then I tell people to do like Facebook retargeting for the people that didn't sign up, you know, originally on their landing page. So that's kind of how I do it. But, um, but that's, if they've got the budget, a lot of agents though, if they say like, they don't have the budget, then we talk about free sources, like, you know, posting things into like marketplace groups and Craigslist yeah. and all sorts of stuff like that, trying to maximize that exposure. But, and then even just trying to get the concept of like sending people to a landing page, like having a squeeze page or a landing page where you try and direct traffic to, and then improving that page to where it converts better. Um, there's a lot of little mechanics that go into it. And so there is a lot, you know, that, that goes on with some of the stuff that we get into. Fortunately, I've got, you know, I've got a lot of like stuff pre-recorded. So like, that's, I'll be honest when I, when I, you know, the biggest thing that I've learned here and probably in the last two or three years, as my team has, has grown and it's been growing pretty quick is like, I've got to do things at scale, you know? And like, for me, like one-on-one just doesn't work. Like I can't, you know, have every single agent tell them all the same things. So I just started getting in the habit of like making videos and honestly, that's how my YouTube channel channel started was just from making videos for like my agents. And, um, but then, you know, now it's like, I can just share videos of these types of things in a progression, but I also ask agents like what they're good at, like what their strengths are. Like if people like to cold call, which probably few and far between of people that do, but there are still the weird people out there that like to do that, you know, that call expireds and for sale by owners and stuff, you know, then I say, Hey, look, let's set you up a strategy with that. Um, the biggest thing though, is that like, and I'll tell this with every agent is that they need to focus on like one thing in the beginning, like, you know, have one active prospecting thing that they're doing, you know, on the attraction side, if they are going to start like YouTube or something like that up, you know, I'll talk to them a little bit about it. I don't want them to get a lot distracted by it because it can be a little bit of a distraction uh, in the beginning. But like, let's just say, you know, somebody was like, I want to do open houses. Like, that's my thing. Like, I don't have a lot of money, you know, to run all these ads and, you know, be generating leads like that, but I want to do open houses. I'm like, all right, cool. Let's focus on open houses. And if you say that, that means like, you can't go out there and just do like one open house a week or one every two weeks. Like if that's your strategy, you should be doing four of them a week. Do one on Saturday, one on Sunday and two during the the evenings, like when people are getting off of work at night, right? And you got to have a good strategy of like, where are you doing those open houses? Like, don't just, you know, do all over the city, you know, be real uh, intentional about where you're going to do them. And um, so, you know, it's more of like, once you become an expert on that, then like, because if you do open houses, that's going to even just one thing is going to take a lot of time because most of the time, 
those open houses aren't going to be your listings. They're going to be other agents listings. So you're going to have to spend some time calling agents, setting up these open houses, figuring out where are you going to put the signs, you know, like trying to be really optimized for it, you know, going on and knocking on the neighbor's doors and asking them if they want to come over. And so it's like a lot of times people think they can do agents think they can do way more. They're like, well, yeah, but you know, like I can do open houses. And what if I can do something else? Like, what if I want to do this and this? I'm like, well, just do this one thing first, get really good at it. Like, like get really, really good at it. And then if you think you have more capacity and you're already good at it, you're already having success with it. Then we can start talking about like the next thing and incorporating that in. And so like, that's the approach that I try and take with most of the agents is like simplifying it because a lot of agents get into this business. And they're like, well, I want to do this and this and this. And then they start going and like learning all sorts of different things. They'll go to like, you know, different trainings and whatnot. And they're just getting training to get training. And it's like, no, the way that you should do it is like, figure out what you want to do. And then just go to only the trainings that speak to that. So that way you can get better at that one thing and hear it from different perspectives. And, um, and then as far as like on the attraction side, like growing a YouTube channel, growing a blog, that stuff is great for like the long, like not even long-term, but just like maybe say medium to long-term, because like eventually it is nice when you can kind of build the attraction business and you're not having so much prospect and, um, you know, because you can scale it a lot easier, you know, like when you have a YouTube based business or something like that, you can scale it way easier than just having to keep running open houses. Cause eventually you get to the point where it's like, I can't run any more open houses. I mean, yes, you can go out there and get a team and have other people do it. Um, but I've just found that like, especially with the digital age, it's just way easier to scale a business with some of the tools that we've got. But usually those tools are a little bit more hard to capitalize on like within the first like three to six months, which is what's pivotal for agents to make some money in. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of like the general thought behind it. I hope that wasn't too long-winded. <laughs> no, I, I hear it for sure. And, and I think that you did a really good job of distinguishing between um, the two kinds of activities that we're talking about, because there is like on-demand prospecting where you are aggressively going out for a contact. And, and that's really great, right? It's good to do because you get those at-bats, you start having those conversations with the public. As a new agent, um, or even as the market continues to shift, I think it's really important to have those conversations because you have to be in tune with how people are thinking about the market. And open houses, obviously, are a great way to do that. Um, and you also get to have like your mobile business office, right? So like you can do other things while you're at an open house. Oh my gosh. I, I like remember my open house days. We did a lot of those as new agents. And I got to the point where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I hate it. And I remember holding like the A-frame signs and I'm in my dress and heels walking down the busy street. I'm like, this is a bad look. It's just not for me. But it was really helpful. And I learned a lot about how the public thinks about real estate, which if you're a new agent or if you're coming into this industry for the first time, and again, as the market shifts, you have to have that tap in because that then helps inform the way you convert leads that you generate across all your lead sources. But it also can kind of inform the way that you create content on and off social media. So what are you sending out to your database or what are you posting on YouTube or what are you blogging about? Like those questions are rooted in these conversations that you get to have with the public. Is that kind of what you found too? Absolutely. Yeah. I wouldn't have half the material that I've got like on all my different, you know, things if I wouldn't like had been involved in the business and if I wasn't doing what I was doing, like it is kind of difficult, you know, to like come up with content ideas and stuff. If you haven't done some of that, it's not impossible. And, you know, obviously a lot of the stuff that, you know, we all talk about, you know, it's, it's out there in some form or fashion. So you could go out and find some stuff, but it's a lot easier to use it when you have your own examples, like when you've actually yeah. experienced it yourself, when you, can you get to add your context too, you get to add your yeah. perspective, which is like, that secret sauce that sets you apart. That's what sets you apart for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 
I love that. So, so how, um, when we're talking about specifically helping agents, um, like say they've got their prospecting thing, they're like, okay, cool. Open houses. I got it. I can commit to that. I want to start building my brand specifically on like a blog or YouTube. Where are you telling them to start? Does it start with the content ideas or does it start with the format or the consistency? Like how often they're going to post? What does that look like for you? Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll kind of tell you my flow and then you can, uh, you know, I don't know, this is what I tell everybody's like, I'll tell you how I do it. And then you can see if this is something you like to do or not. Right. Like, you know, some people, they may just want to just do videos and like, you know, and get on YouTube. And if they're comfortable behind the camera and they just think that's easier than like, you know, knocking out blog posts, then, you know, kudos to them. Like, you know, that's awesome. Like you can just do the video. You don't maybe have to, to do the blogging. Um, but you know, some people are deathly afraid of the camera and they need like a little bit, you know, maybe it's like, oh, you, you like to write or whatever. It's like, well, Hey, you could start up a blog. I, I know there's not a whole lot of agents actually doing blogging for real estate. So it's pretty interesting. There is actually a huge opportunity there. Like once you already like understand how it works, but the thing is the reason why YouTube's gotten so popular, well, a couple of reasons is, uh, you know, number one, it is easier to set it up, like to set up your channel, um, you know, like blogging, you got to like build your website. There's more like intricacies with like SEO and stuff of how that works. Whereas like on YouTube, if you can make a good video, it sounds good. You got good professional, you know, sounding, uh, audio, your video looks pretty good. You're in good lighting, you know, the, and it's good quality content. It's going to rank well. Right. Whereas there's, there's more that can go wrong when you blog, if you don't do it right, like with SEO and some of the different techniques that are involved. And so some agents like are just not cut out to do the blogging because they're not like as technical. They don't want to do all of that. And so I'm like, okay, well then, you know, definitely we can get you a YouTube channel and, uh, and go from there. But, um, but the cool thing about, about like the way that I do it is I start out by writing, right? So I, I do the blog, my blog posts first. And, uh, and I know that if I write like 1500 to 2000 words, that's like 12 minutes on video for like me to record. Cause that basically creates my script right then and there. Like when I create my blog post, cause I've already taken the time to do the research, you know, I've got my bullet points, I've got my headings, I've got my subheadings, I've got everything like out there. Right. So then I can just get on camera, record it. It takes me like 30 minutes to record a video that gets edited down to 12 minutes and then boom, I've got my YouTube video and then I can cut the, uh, the audio off that and make that my podcast. Right. So from like one form of content, I can do three different things. And like, that's, that's the flow that I love. Like I tried doing it the other way for a long time where I would like record YouTube videos first, and then I would like transcribe them second and try and make a blog post out of it. And that never worked really well because Number one, I'm long-winded. So if I just like start recording a video without any kind of script, then literally the, all my YouTube videos were like 50 minutes long and I'm like, nobody's going to watch that. And uh, so, and then I would transcribe it and I'd have like 12,000 words of like text and I'm like uh, trying to edit the whole thing and it would take me forever. And, uh, and so anyways, I was like, no, this isn't working. So I had to go the other way with it. And that's when it started to work out really well. And, um, but, you know, for me, it's like, you know, I do think though, for most real estate agents, you know, if, if the blogging thing's like not your thing, or you don't even want to do it, you could just go straight to the YouTube side of it and just go with like an outline or maybe make you a little bit of like a, a script or a prompting. So you can just kind of do it. And, um, but the, be the big benefit with YouTube and why it's so effective right now is just because you can build trust so quickly on yeah. YouTube, you know, through video. So like, you know, people see you like, I mean, I've been on so many calls with agents and even with like buyers and sellers that like they get on the call and I'm sure you experience this too. They're like, oh my God, I feel like I'm talking to, you know, a celebrity or I'm talking to somebody, you know, I've seen you, like, I feel like I know you. And it's like weird, like the things that you hear, 
But like, but yeah, I mean, but that's how, so like when you do get a lead from that, it's like such an easier lead than like any kind of, you know, uh, Facebook lead or Google lead or open house lead. Like you're already coming in as like the expert, they're, they're feeling honored to just like speak to you. Right. So it's like, that's the cool thing about like what you can build with YouTube. And then obviously, you know, it works for you 24, seven, 365 days. And so like, you know, even when you're tired and you don't want to work, you want to take some time off your videos are still out there, you know, producing for you, they're still working for you. And so that's a really cool thing because in real estate, it's already such an inconsistent business. Like it's such yeah. a roller coaster business. If you, anything that you can do that helps to like, kind of like level that out is going to make you more sane. <laughs> it's going to make you a, a much, uh, you know, happy person uh, in the long run. So yeah. So that's the other big benefit, I guess, uh, about, about YouTube. Yeah. And then it, and then it comes back and helps you gain more confidence. Cause as, as that stuff's coming in, it's kind of affirming that like, yeah, I, I do have the method to, to be able to serve my community and it doesn't have to require me being like chained to a phone 24 seven or like always in town. And, and I think it's a funny point that you bring up because my favorite story to illustrate that fact, that that's kind of why I started building my business in the same way of like that attraction model, creating content, and especially on, on YouTube and Instagram. And my favorite example of it, we, we had our, our first son in May of 2020. And so the stock market had crashed after the pandemic. Everyone was like trying to figure out what was going to happen with the real estate industry. And it was just a really uncertain time as it is. And I wanted a maternity leave. Like at that point, we had been in the business for years. And I was like, this is what I deserve. <laughs> this is what I want. I needed a maternity leave. But we were able to still close a house a week during our three-month maternity leave. And it was our, at that point, it had been our best year ever and we'd only grown since. And it was because we had been just consistently raking in high quality, like self-converted leads. Yep. And like, I love real estate, but I love it, especially when I don't have to convince somebody to trust me. That's right. You know, and I think that's what it allows you to do. But do you ever have agents who come to you and they're like, yeah, I mean, it's not going to take a long time though. Do you ever get that, that objection? Oh yeah. Yeah, I get that. And, you know, unfortunately now, like, cause I've built my YouTube, like I wished that I knew about YouTube back when I was still actively selling, like, mm-hmm. you know, because like back then I was just struggling through, like, you know, trying to do ads and trying to, you know, do sphere of influence. And I was doing all sorts of different things. And I didn't know about YouTube back then. I mean, it existed, but it wasn't like it is today. And, um, and so, you know, basically my channel now it's, it's focused for agents. And so like my growth on there is different than what people see their growth for like real estate sales. But fortunately now I've been able to have the pleasure to like coach a few agents in my group who've actually taken some of the strategies from like what I talk about with YouTube and apply it for sales and to see like their growth and how quickly they've done it. It's, it's, it's like mind boggling. Like, I'm like, oh my God, like it, it happens way faster than I ever thought it would. Like one of my, uh, my agents, uh, his name's Greg Foster. He has a living in San Antonio, Texas YouTube channel. And, uh, literally he started that like a little over a year ago, I think at the beginning of last year. And he's only got like 30, 35 videos on the channel, even still to today. And, uh, he was like an $8 million producer for, for many years. And he's been in the business for probably eight years now. And, um, and then all of a sudden he started his YouTube channel and last year he closed $34 million. And then I just talked to him a couple like weeks ago and we're, we're two months into the year right now. He's already done the production that he did all of last year for the first two months of this year. So, I mean, he, yeah, he's going to finish over a hundred million this year, which I was just like, dude, that's, 
That's amazing. Like I'm pretty That's impressed. Bananas. By that. Who yeah. is Greg? I'm just yeah, go look his that. channel up. Yeah, he's he's an awesome dude. Yeah, he is, his brand's called the Market Boss, and he does wow. uh, videos for San Antonio real estate. And you know, it's all the typical stuff that you see. Like you know, it's like pros and cons of moving to San Antonio. Top five things you need to know about you know San Antonio. Like all the easy stuff. Like all the agents could be doing that. And I was like, man, if I was still back, you know, do it, I was like, I'd be doing all of that stuff, you know, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it, but it's fun though, to get to coach that to agents and see them have the successes and the wins and all that good stuff. Yeah. So, so how do you um, help them like develop that consistency and stick with it? Because I, I think that I think a good rule of thumb is you got to give it six months, right? Yeah. Like, is that kind of what you think too? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I try to try and tell people like, you know, Hey, it's how quick you can get to like your first 25 to 30 videos. Like that's, you know, like if you want to do a video a week, then you'll get there, you know, in six months to 25 yeah. videos, you know, if you want to do two videos a week, you'll get there in, you know, two, three months. Right. So I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to interrupt. What happens when you hit that 25th video? I feel like that's when really the, the algorithm really starts to give you some love. Um, I mean, you're going to get some before then, but like, you know, things will get real big. Like once you kind of get there, in my opinion, as long as you've done them, you know, good, they're good videos. They're all relevant. They're speaking to the right audience, you know, cause a lot of times, like, especially in the beginning, a lot of agents are asking like, you know, like, well, should I put content, you know, like about this and then like different audiences. I'm like, no, you need to make sure that you have, you know, your channel speaking to the same audience. Cause like some people, they want to, you know, build a team and they're like, well, can I put, you know, agent content, like what you're doing on the same channel as like, you know, what I want to do for my, my clients here in my local market. I'm like, no, you need a separate channel. Cause you don't want to mix it. So as long as people are doing mistake. it, did you? yeah, yeah. <laughs> see that. Yeah. Oh, you know how it is. We all do mm -hmm. right. Like make these mistakes and learn from them. And yeah. so like, but you know, the biggest thing, like with the algorithm with YouTube is like, let's say you make a video for one audience and then your next video you publish and it speaks to a different one. Well, if somebody subscribed to you off of that video and it's hitting the homepage, like your next video, but it doesn't speak to them and they don't click on it. Well, that's like a signal to YouTube that like, ah, like maybe this is a video we shouldn't push it. Whereas if you're always giving the same, you know, uh, videos to the same audience, then, you know, those videos will start to, to produce better and better results. And then they start to favor your, your content and share it to more people and, and they start to just know who your audience is. So then they'll start to share it even more. So, you know, if you're doing things the right way at like 25 to 30 videos, you'll really start to see things like pick up um, substantially. And so that's why I'm like, you know, just how fast do you want to get there? Um, that's not to say like, you want to put out like 25 crappy videos, mm -hmm. but like, you know, make sure they're good. And like, you know, and, and you've put some thought behind them and uh, now they don't have to be perfect from, from day one. Like you're going to hopefully try and constantly improve your videos as time goes on. Um, but, um, but even still, you know, just getting something out there, that's pretty good, decently good. Even if you don't have the best equipment yet or whatever, you know, put out with the best equipment that you've got. And um, yeah. And, and really, you know, have your, use your own personality, try and people will, even if like, and that's the other thing agents will say, well, I've already got, you know, an agent that's doing, you know, YouTube channel in my market, you know, should I still do it? I'm like, well, I mean, there's a lot of homes that get sold in, in, in every market. And if you, unless you think that agent's going to start selling every single home there, like, you know, then yeah, I think you'd be crazy not to, because like everyone relates to people different, you know, like somebody like could relate to Greg different than they would relate to me, you know? And it's like, I could start a channel here too. And some people are going to want to work with me. Some people might want to work with Greg. And that's the beautiful thing about YouTube is you get to see somebody's personality. And so there can be many different agents in the same market. And there's going to be, you know, they're each going to get different amounts of business, you know? And, um, so yeah, I wouldn't, I always tell people like, don't worry about that. That's not a big deal. 
Um, the other thing too, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, telling people about like equipment, like that's the other thing that I help people with. Like once they know they want to go that direction, you know, it's a lot about like, well, what equipment should I use? If I'm willing to spend this much, like what should I buy? You know, so I'll tell them that kind of stuff. Video editing that also holds a lot of people up in the beginning, you know, like, oh, well, I created a video, but I don't, you know, do I edit this myself? How do I edit this? And a lot of times if I can convince them, you know, well enough, I'll say, no, just pay a video editor. Quite honestly, it's not worth your time to edit them. Um, like, I mean, I know how to do it, but I don't want to do it. It takes too much time. You can pay a video editor like 60 bucks and, you know, it's a pretty decent edit. And especially for like talking head type of stuff, you know, we're not talking like, you know, vlog style, you know, like your family vacation where it needs to be like cool transitions and all sorts of stuff. You know, it's like talking head, like pretty easy, like add a few B-roll clips in it and you're good. You know, so like, yeah, 60 bucks, spend that on, on editor, you know, for the video and just you know, put that in your budget and, uh, and then start producing content, you know, put it out consistently at least one. Of, I try and say well, at least one a week, you know, but, uh, but yeah, at this point now I'm putting about, about three videos a week on my channel, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I go live every Tuesday. So yeah, we're about at that clip too. Um, and I think that the more consistent you are doing it, the easier it is to do more of it because like you get into that workflow, it kind of becomes second nature. Can we talk about equipment? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. Go. All right. <laughs> <Just> tell, <laughs> tell us what all the equipment yeah. is because, because for me, I'm, I'm straight up like, dude, we have the best camera, you know, uh, of all time on our phone half, you know, yeah. realistically, but what do you say? Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely think if that's what you got, use it, you know, like you said, you can get 4k footage out of most cameras now, and that's more than enough, you know? And, uh, the biggest thing, if you're going to use like a phone is just to invest in like an external mic, you know, something that has like a little bit qu better quality audio. Uh, so you can just get like a little lavalier mic that plugs into your iPhone and, you know, and that's fine. Or you can just record audio separately. You know, like I use a, uh, you can't even really see it, but it's a little condenser mic that plugs into my Mac. Nice. And literally, yeah, I mean, so I can use that for Zoom calls, but I can also just like record. So like even when I record my YouTube videos, um, you know, I've got a DSLR camera that sits in front of me and I'll record the video on there, but I'm recording the audio to a file on my computer. And then when I'm done with it, I just send both files to my editor. He syncs them up in post and it's great, you know, because um, I mean, yeah, you can buy great mics for like a DSLR camera, but I even found like shotgun mics, like the road mics and stuff you put on the top still don't sound as good as like a nice, like condenser mic, you know, gives you that, like uh, that, that, that radio DJ kind of, you know, like the, the, yeah. the nicer sounds. So that's why I've always liked your audio. Them. Your audio sounds awesome. So yeah. if you're, if your audio is like this across everything, like that is the standard. And I have my blue Yeti and I've had this oh, yeah. for a while and this isn't yeah. even really cutting it for me anymore. And I'm starting to look for new things, but yeah. I think that's the other challenge is like, there's always something new coming out. Right. So it's yeah. almost like you just have to kind of get something and stick with it. Yeah. Well, I'll just, I'll send you all my affiliate links, Stephanie, for, uh, <laughs> for my, my equipment and gear and stuff. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so, so what's like a standard budget for, for your first, you know, if an agent wants to do it this way, what's like that first budget do you say? Yeah. I mean, like most of the time, like there's kind of tiers, like the first tier is like your like bottom budget. Like you basically are going to use the equipment you got, you're using your phone. Maybe you want to buy like, you know, a mic, which you can get a lavalier for like 20, 30 bucks. Yeah. And so like, really like you could get what you need for probably under a hundred dollars, right? Like that's like the first tier is like get a little tripod or something to put your, your phone on. So it's like stable, you know, get uh you know, get a mic to plug into it 
you don't even need lighting. If you got a nice window in your house, you can sit mm-hmm. by it and get some natural lighting in it. Right. And so like, that's kind of like the first thing, if you got to do that, you got to do that. Uh, the next thing that I would say, like the next investment level would be like a thousand bucks. Like if you got a thousand bucks, you know, you can get like a nice, like crop sensor camera, like mirrorless, like a Sony, uh, like a ZVE 10, which is like a new camera that just came out pretty recently. Um, I'm all about Sony. I love Sony cameras. So a Sony ZVE 10 is a re- you know really good camera. Um, it's got, you can, you know, interchangeable lenses. So you can put a different lens on it, which um, there's like a lens for that one. That's like 300 bucks. Um, that looks really good. It's actually what I used to use. And, um, and you can get the whole setup for under a thousand bucks. And so with that, plus then you can, you know, at that point, maybe pick up a mic that's a hundred bucks or something like that. Um, if you need to get lighting, so you always have good lighting, you can pick those up for pretty cheap, hundred, 150 bucks. I'm never like buying like the super expensive stuff. Like I'll go on Amazon and just, you know, get, get mostly decent stuff like, um, you know, lighting and, and that type of thing. And then the next one though, like if you're ready to invest bigger, like the, the camera I use now is a, a Sony a seven four. So like, that's, that's like one. the newer. Yeah. So I got that one just recently, but that's like, you know, you're going to be in that one for 3,500 to $4,000, you know? So it's like, you got these different levels that you can spend. So, I mean, I just kind of talk to the agent and say like, Hey, how much are you looking to spend? And we get them the best setup for, for the, what their budget is. I love that. I love that. And, and I just think, Oh my God, Kyle, like if you could look back at my first videos on my channel, I leave them up. They, they hurt my soul. I cannot believe that I've like allowed myself to keep them out there. They are so embarrassing and because they're just really poorly done. And, you know, I just, I did it myself and I was like, just scrapping. And over time I got better and then I had a better budget. So I started shopping out like my editor and everything. And now somebody, I show up at a studio now I show up, it takes two hours um, a month to batch all of my content for both of my YouTube channels and we're done. And they facilitate the whole thing. They have all the gear, they do all the the post editing, and then they have it just ready to to post. Um, But like the comments on my earlier videos are like, I have urgent critique for you. Your mic (laughs) is off through the first half of the video. (laughs) And I'm just like... It's okay. Oh, it's funny. I've still got a video up on my channel where I was like explaining how to do like a buyer's representation agreement for somebody. So like literally I was like sitting down like in like a fake scenario and like I've got like a buyer in front of me and I'm like talking about how to do the buyer's representation agreement. And like we're using my phone and it's like angled like up my nose, like from down below on the (laughs) table, like straight up. And I just left it on the channel. I'm like, eh, forget it. It still gets views. I'm like, I'll keep it up there. And uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we just got started and that's, that's the coolest thing. And I tell people, I'm like, look, you know, like, like half of this is like just getting going, like, you know, getting out of your own head, like, you know, stop giving all these excuses of like why you can't do it and then just start doing it. And that's what separates the people who have success from the ones that don't is like, they weren't afraid to just put themselves out there and do it. So Yeah, I love that. I mean, I feel like I could go on with this conversation, but, but let's, let's kind of like round this out as we end going into 2022 with all this stuff that we've talked, talking about, you know, YouTube content on the blog, like, you know, breaking it all down, attraction based model, let's condense it down to like the three things that an agent can do, whether they're seasoned and just haven't gotten into this stuff, or if they're brand new 2022 top three things to do, what do we need to do? I would say number one is like, you know, start with like creating a plan that works for you in the sense that like you are following somebody's footsteps, who's doing what you want to do. And they've like proven it out and try and like, 
understand fully what they're doing, right? Like, cause like there's so many times we try and just do things on our own or like we want to create our own way of doing something. And um, I mean, that's great. We can be creative, but if you're not following something, you know, at least in the beginning, like a proven model, whether it's YouTube, whether it's whatever it is, like Facebook, if it's Facebook ads, like, you know, follow the expert, somebody who is actually having success. Don't just like, you know, know, get a guru's course about like Facebook ads, like find a real estate agent who's actually using Facebook ads in their business and, or has like here recently in the last like year or so, because obviously they change so fast that you want to have somebody that's done it recently and like literally get their playbook and just do it until you start creating your own stuff, you know, make sure you know really what you got to do there. Um, And so, yeah, I would say for sure, my biggest things would be you know, get on YouTube. Um, that would be, that would be a big one for sure. Um, you know, video is going to only get more and more, uh, important. I, I, I don't know. I, I would say I'm not like a, I'm not like a short form content, like you, you know, TikTok, like Instagram reels, you're way better on, on Instagram than I am, but like, um, but you know, obviously short form video is getting more and more popular. Yeah. So I'm not well, trying have to you, do- have you played with the YouTube shorts? I have, I've done like, or it's in like, and then I stopped doing them because like, I don't know, like I still like, I don't know. It's just one of those things where I'm so, you know, committed on the long form content that like, and I I think for the longest time I had like this, like thought in my head that like short form is stupid. It's only like people that like dance in front of the camera and like point at things and like random stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I just can't, that's not me. And, um, and so, but now I'm like coming around to, I'm starting, starting to see like other like creators who are using it in a way that like speaks to me. Um, and that's like, and whether or not it's right or wrong, like if I was going to do it, that's how I would do it. And uh, so now, like, I am starting to kind of like create some ideas of like my short form kind of strategy. Cause I do know that it's only going to get more and more popular. Um, I did see that TikTok though, did uh, say they're going to 10 minutes on some of their videos. So it's funny. Cause like all the short form stuff is getting longer form. And then like YouTube is like starting short form. Like it's all going to just make meet in the middle. And like, let's all just say, we're going to make like eight minute videos all yeah. the time. Like, you know, but um yeah. So like those, I mean, they're both video, but like video related, but I think that's how that just, you know, goes to show how important video is, but yeah, definitely uh, YouTube and then some form of short form video. So whether that's your platform is like Instagram and you want to do like reels a lot, if you're on TikTok, you can definitely do that. I don't personally know like any like TikTok people who are making like bank on real estate. Um, I'm sure they, they're out there, but that's the thing. Like what I said in the beginning is if, if that's what you want to do, just find somebody who is doing it. Like, and they're not just like putting the reels out or they're putting the TikToks out, but they're actually getting business from it. Right. Like, cause you don't want to follow and do all this work if it's not going to be fruitful at the end of the day. Um, so that would be the biggest thing I'd say there. So that's like one and two, I don't know, like the third one, shoot. Um, I mean, now at this point, knowing what I know, I mean, I, I think, and this isn't really like a like a, a real estate agent thing, but I, I think getting involved with like multiple streams of income is really important and like yeah. starting to like realize that like even in sales, like if let's say that you did start, you know, a, a, a YouTube business or something, what you'll start to realize is when you start to generate multiple streams of income, uh, your life feels so much better. So like, you know, like at this point, you know, I get ad revenue from YouTube. I get affiliate income from, um, you know, from like recommending products and services to my audience. Um, I get, you know, uh, team income, like, like agents, you know, that are in my group, you know, I get income of percentage of their deals. Uh, I still get uh, referral income because now it's, and this is the funny thing is like for my YouTube channel, I get more referrals than ever from agents like across the country. And I'm not even in production anymore. So now I like kick them to my agents and I get a referral, you know, referral commission from that. 
Um, and so like having all of these different streams of income and thinking of how like you can start to get there. I think agents really, you know, it, it's, it's, it's worthwhile to start thinking about that right now. Cause even in sales, like, you know, you can have multiple streams. Like I never thought about this when I was still in sales, but like, you know, why would you not look at a way that you could earn some kind of uh, extra income from title or from mortgage or from like, you know, restaurants, if you promote them or like, you know, there's so many different ways, home inspectors, like now, obviously there's RESPA and you got to make sure mm-hmm. that everything's like above board and you're not going to do anything that's going to get you in trouble. But like, there's a lot of like affiliate relationships you can have within like the real estate sales industry um, that I think, you know, are worth for, you know, agents to start looking into. And so, yeah, that way they can make more money per transaction. So, um, yeah, I don't know that that would be my biggest thing. My, my three takeaways going into 2022. Oh my God. I I love that third (laughs) one. And I think that that's one that people don't really talk a lot about. Um, and I think a lot of agents look at, um, the people doing well on social media, whether it's Instagram or TikTok or whatever, and they assume that they're just trying to become like an influencer, like a quote unquote influencer getting like brand deals or free clothes or whatever. And it's, it's not even so much that there is so much potential in terms of a cross country referral network. Number one, just as you said, like that in in and of itself is a great way to expand your ability to impact other communities. Um, And I think that the digital space today in 2022 has made it easier than ever to get really creative. So I'm so glad that you said that because that's not even something that I talk about often enough, but I think about it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Oh my gosh. This was a (laughs) lot of fun. Um, for those who want to take the conversation further with you, where, where can they find you? Yeah. Uh, I would say the easiest way is Instagram, you know, DM me, send me a message there. Um, you know, you can go check out my YouTube channel, kylehandy.com. You can respond to it, you know, put a comment on any of my videos. I still respond to every comment on my videos. Um, so yeah, but those are the two easiest ways for sure. Love it. Kyle, thank you so much for joining me today. And I want to acknowledge you for being so curious about the digital space and finding ways to help make it accessible and approachable to agents who already have a lot on their plates. I think that it's a really important thing to do in this industry. And I think that you do it really well. So thanks for sharing your knowledge with us today. You bet. Thanks for having me. Thanks for tuning in. High five on taking some time to invest in yourself and in your business. If you're looking for more, head over to the show notes to find all the details and links to resources mentioned in this episode of the Market Authority Show. And if you're looking to find a new crew of like-minded pros to ask questions and bounce ideas off of, head over to themarketauthorityacademy.com to join my exclusive community on Facebook, check out my latest free masterclass and tons of bonus content, or apply to my mentorship program to learn how I can help you triple your business this year. Until next time, keep on crushing it.